Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, I'm actually not driving to church. I'm driving to Mrs. Uh, to Biloxi. And uh, essentially, my old boss, the owner of the last company I worked for for five years here in the Deep South, when I first moved to plant the church, uh, his photographer canceled. So I'm going to their annual conference and taking some pictures at the golf tournament and... Um, they're going to have like a banquet tonight and tomorrow morning they're going to kick off the conference. So I'm just going to take pictures and a little bit of video for the conference. So praise the Lord. Uh, I got someone teaching for me and church is going to be all good. Um, I love seeing people being used in their gifts, used by the Lord. That's one of my favorite things. But anyway, it's weird not going to church on Sunday. Uh, but... This is where we're at. I'm trying to um, uh, help out my old boss. And <coughs> and so anyway, I'll be gone for a couple of days. But I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, we've been going over the life of Jesus. And he finished with the Beatitudes. And he's talking about salt and light. Now he's talking about really the law, the Old Testament law. And how he didn't come to abolish it, but to fulfill it. And I love what he says because he really um, kind of expounds upon and clarifies uh, the law under the new covenant. The old covenant, if you murdered, it's a capital offense. It was a capital crime. It was not a good thing. Still is not, obviously. But Jesus goes on to talk about if you hate your brother in your heart, if you have something against him or her, well then, before you can even go to the altar, you need to reconcile. You need to work things out. Because essentially what he's saying is that if you hate your brother or sister in the Lord, well, that's the same as murder. You can't leave that hanging. Right? You can't just leave that there. I mean, you can if you want to be miserable and disobey God. That's up to you. But he's saying, don't do that. You know, reconciliation is a beautiful thing because what it is is a picture of sinful man being reconciled through Christ to a holy God. Being connected. Jesus is the mediator. He is the bridge. He is the one who makes it possible to have a relationship with our Father in Heaven. So you better believe reconciliation is important. You know, I've counseled people in the past who this person did this to them and it was not justified. It was horrible. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't even know how I can forgive them. I can't. There's no way I will ever forgive them. <clears throat> and I get the sentiment there because it was a horrible thing. But in a sense, you have to forgive them. You never, you may never talk to them again. You may never see them face to face. You may never want to. But in your own heart, say, Lord, that person's in your hands. You're the judge. I'm not. You're in charge. I'm not. You're sovereign. I'm not. So I'm going to have to let what they did to me go. Like, forgiven. And you think about it. You think about the relationship between us and God. <coughs> Excuse me. And you go... Well, think about all the horrible things you've done. Even those who are like, well, I've been pretty much good, quote unquote, my whole life. But what about the thoughts that you think? I mean, sure, the actions that you take. What about the reactions? The intentions of your heart, the motivations that you have sometimes that are not of the Lord. We all need Jesus. We all need the Lord because we all fall short and if you don't think you do well then that's a false teaching which 
called sinless perfection and you're not perfect, nor am I. Jesus is and that's all. God is holy, set apart, distinct. But you are not perfect. I am not perfect. We are far from it. But praise the Lord for sending Christ to die and rise so that he can be the reason in which we are reconciled to our Father in heaven. <laughs> How amazing is that? So if you hate anyone in your heart, if you're harboring bitterness or unforgiveness, if there's just contention when you think of that person, it's time to take action. Whatever that action is, I mean, whether you're going to go to the person, whether you still can, and talk to them, have a discussion, confrontation, Matthew 18, or if you're never going to see them again, you don't know where they are, it was way in your past, well, then ask the, God, ask the Lord to do hard work in you. Forgive that person even though they don't deserve it. For God forgave you and you didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve it. <coughs> so I think it's always good when our relationship with man, with man, with like people, I think it's always good to remember our relationship with the Lord. Because that'll help, help us to get the right perspective as God the way he, he, his relationship is towards us, as we get that relationship right, as we get that perspective right, then as we look around, as we see, <coughs> excuse me, people, as we deal with people, as we have to deal with people, and dealing with people is the hard part of life. Let's just say it. Let's just say it. Dealing with ourselves too, is a hard part of life. Oftentimes, it's not even anyone else who's getting in our way. It's us. So remember how God views you. Remember that while you were a sinner, Christ died. Remember that God gives you mercy and grace. Remember that he loves you, no matter what you've done. And no matter what you're going to do tomorrow, he's still going to love you the day after that. <laughs> so I think that will help us to reconcile and to see people as God sees it. Sinners in need of a savior. Amen. Well, hey, God bless you guys. I hope you have an amazing Sunday. Love you guys. Praying for you guys. I will talk to you soon.